welcome to this episode of Joy's World, the podcast. I'm Joy, obviously. And today I have a very, 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 very special guest. Someone who I've wanted to get on my podcast since I literally heard her on her podcast. She is the one and only Aloni. Aloni, welcome. Hey, Joy, thank you so much for having me. And I love the way you pronounced my name. You said it correctly. I deal with so many variations. And you really pronounced it so yeah amazing amazing effort thank you no I love you honestly and I love you too Aloni my first question to everybody when I interview them is how are you feeling today and I don't just want a generic like I'm fine like I want to know how you actually are feeling like are you tired are you happy are you sad are you horny how are you actually (laughs) feeling today I feel like I'm a bit overwhelmed but I don't think it's a bad problem to have I think it's a good thing it's a good problem to have it just means that I'm working a lot and I have things to look forward to even if it's not tomorrow it's work that will show me that will should will be a good outcome in the next couple of weeks months or who knows maybe a year I think about it quite often and always tell myself no matter how overworked you feel always remember that it's a good problem (laughs) to have but make sure you get the rest that you need so yeah that's how Mm -hmm. I feel yeah just a bit overwhelmed (laughs) you're booked and busy that's why definitely I would definitely say booked and busy um (laughs) half the time I never know what I'm doing always have to look at my calendar and be like oh shoot yeah this is going on um yeah yeah, no I'm good how are you how are you how are you feeling you know what I'm okay today I'm okay like I go up and down I talk a lot on my podcast about my depression and sometimes I feel like shit but I come on here and I I say like when I'm feeling like shit but today I'm feeling okay I'm feeling like more positive and like you I'm not I mean I'm not booked I'm busy I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to get booked and busy so I'm trying to like keep myself going do you know what I really enjoy actually is cleaning like that sounds really weird but I really enjoy like cleaning I feel like it takes my mind off of things and I feel like it gives me something to do if I'm like boom okay do some laundry wash up do something like you know weird but I I try to keep myself busy through the day it is a good thing to do no cleaning definitely does I always have to be on the phone as I'm cleaning because I never really take notice I'm actually cleaning because I'm too busy yapping by the time Mm -hmm. you're done with your cord you're just like oh my god my house is spotless (laughs) yeah I even I'm either on the phone I listen to music or I listen to podcasts I find listening to podcasts while I wash up helps me with like forgetting what I'm even doing um which actually nicely brings me on to my next question which is so I discovered you from Laid Bear podcast I can't remember who told me about it initially but I was I listened to it and I was like oh my god who are these ladies this is fucking amazing so talk to me a bit about Laid Bear I love it but tell me about it why did you start it Thank you. No. Um, so Laid Bear. Laid Bear is my baby. Um, it's a, a sex and relationship podcast. It's a very naughty one. So if you're under 18, um, please don't listen. <laughs> but I started it because um, I just realised that there wasn't really an outlet for black women to be um, open about their sexuality, especially British women, um, you know, who are born in the diaspora. That just wasn't something that I'd ever seen growing up or heard of. And I thought to myself, you know, why isn't this being done? Because I'd always written about sex. I'd always written about dating, always written about relationships. But I wanted women to feel comfortable in talking about it 
without feeling that they should be ashamed or that they should be looked at funny. And to know that, you know, women who just look like myself and you are having sex and there's nothing wrong with wanting to talk about it. We all do it. We all have our stories to share, but I find that a lot of women don't have those type of friends. Sometimes you might have a friend who might be a bit dirtier than the rest in terms of like what they like to talk about and they might want to hold back because they feel like their friends aren't that open about it. So they're just like, okay, can't do this. But you know what? You've got Lady Bear who is there. You can have that conversation with us. You can send in your questions or just join in the conversation as well. So yeah, yeah I would definitely say that's what, what Lady Bear is and why I started it. And um, talk to me a little bit about SJ, lovely SJ, shout out to her. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Like, how, what is your friendship? I'd, I'm not sure of the backstory there. So I actually found SJ across social media and I just thought, oh my God, this girl is beautiful. I saw that she was a very, she was a model and she was this very glam girl. And I said, you know what? I would love someone who's a bit younger and would be able to give me their perspective because at the time it was just myself and Scotty Unfamous. Um, she's no longer on the show anymore, but at the time it was me and Scotty who were, at the time when I first started laid, but I think I was around like 27, 28. So, <laughs> and Scotty who was also in her early thirties at the time. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, you've got our perspective, but we need a perspective from someone who's a bit younger. And I thought to myself, she's really gorgeous. I wonder if she's open about sexuality. So I just jumped on a call with her and we, it was honestly like, we just clicked. I don't know if it's because SJ is a Leo, but she's a very, um, she's very down to earth and she just gets on with anyone. Like you can put her anywhere. She'll get along with anyone. Like she just adapts. And um, I loved that she was very sex positive and just speaking to her and she was more than open to like talk about her sexual experiences. You know, it wasn't someone, we didn't really want someone who was, um you know I don't know like a doctor who can like tell you about different bits of your you know the the female anatomy I just wanted someone who could be very open and expressive about their sexuality who was just younger so we can get that point of view as a black woman because I think it was important and then yeah that that was it I literally just met her on socials and we clicked and here we are today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so nice I think it's really nice when people meet people on social media and actually create real friendships I feel like that that's really positive and um another thing I wanted to ask you was so obviously you and SJ you speak about sex a lot obviously you have done you know various writing and loads of stuff about sex and relationships now on my podcast I am very open I talk about my sex life I talk about everything basically to do with my life and at first I was really nervous to talk about sex and say like you know what I like what I don't like you know just talking about dicks and vaginas in general because I was worried about people's perceptions of me and things like that um was you ever nervous when you first started so let's go back years when you first started talking about sex was you ever nervous about people's reactions to it yeah I was um I think it was mostly before I did the podcast though I think this was when I started talking about sex in general so the podcast for me to talk about sex wasn't really a big deal because I'd already been doing it so just putting a voice to a face wasn't really much of a difference it was when I was writing and blogging about sexuality and dipping my toe into it you know in the beginning I would say I was just a bit nervous because I was thinking oh my gosh I'm this Nigerian girl um (laughs) raised in a Christian home and I'm 
here talking about sexuality and dating Mm. but I had to talk about sexuality in my opinion because how do we talk about sex in in such a where we have this generation of the hookup culture and the and what dating is like in general now how Mm. do you not talk about sex sex is part of the game whether we like it or not and uh, and everyone's doing it everyone's doing it everyone is doing it you know there's Mm -hmm. someone out there right now who is literally trying to grab a cum rag um (laughs) because they've just finished having sex so there's someone in the world probably many people in the world everyone is doing it but it's so taboo and you know hopefully we break those stigmas because you know breaking those stigmas means better sex education for all they could be doing it while they're listening to us exactly Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just saw. I just saw. I just saw a tweet actually, which was quite disturbing. Which um, was from someone who said that they only listen to the podcast (laughs) because they want to masturbate to SJ's voice, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! I know, I was just like, cracky. I mean, mean, they could have kept that to themselves. They could have kept that to themselves, and I've always said, you know, there's someone out there who is masturbating to your picture, and I've always accepted that. Like, there's just people are freaks you know do whatever you want in in your private (laughs) confinement but there is someone who is doing something to please themselves out there but we don't want to know about it yeah please keep it to yourself (laughs) (laughs) okay so speaking about like hookups and things like that I know that you guys have spoken about it on your podcast and you interviewed a guy, I can't remember his name, but he, I think he ran some sex parties. Um, yeah. I, I can't I remember his name. Yeah, I think I remember that episode, actually. I'm trying to remember myself. So, obviously, and I remember, actually, you said in one of your podcasts that you don't think you could really go to a sex party nowadays because obviously you have a name and people know who you are and I know some of them are like anonymous where you can wear like masks and stuff but yeah. I'm so obviously I'm for me I'm not famous so it's yeah. not that but with me with with my disability I have I use a cane right mm-hmm. and obviously I can't see so it's like I feel the same like I can't go to a sex party and be anonymous I'll be like who's that blind girl in the corner walking into a fucking room? so I don't know what you could do be a, you could be a spectator do you know what I think you know I still think that you could still be see that's the thing I would want to be a spectator because even if it was wearing a mask I mm. would want to go just to you know just to experience it and you never know I think that that could be the same for you like just go just to experience it you don't have to get involved because people are just there just to enjoy themselves sometimes mm. right and they're just there to play games I think the person that was on my show I think they they expressed that you don't even need to have sex of course like that's just a given we all know Mm -hmm. but you know there's other things that are happening so imagine it just being an experience you can just experience it and not have sex and I've been thinking about it lately and I've said you know what I might actually go to a sex party and I might not Mm -hmm. I might have sex I might not probably Mm -hmm. won't let's be real but (laughs) I think it would be a nice experience, just something to tick off my bucket list. Would you not no, want to do the same thing? Yeah, but no, the having sex is not the problem. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, like, I'm just worried about, I don't know, like, people being like, oh, I saw this joy. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that day I might have to fold up my cane and just grab someone's arm and be like, <laughs> Why not? Why not? You probably could. You should go with a friend. Go with someone who you feel like is on the same way the length as you and just as experimental 
or like you know just has the same type of interest that you do when it comes yeah. to sex and fun and be just be like would you be down I think that'd be interesting because I'd probably do that with one of my male friends I, I used to have a guy um I used to have a guy there used to be this guy that I used to sleep with and he actually invited me to one and I just thought to myself do you know what if I ever do go it might just be with you because we're on the same like he gets me I get him we won't be having sex anytime soon but I guess he just thought you know if she's sex positive she might be down and maybe he support me saw me as his little support system I have no idea but yeah yeah it's always good, I guess, to go with someone that you're comfortable with. You know, I think that's definitely better. I mean, you never know, 2021, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've, we've gone through COVID, mm-hmm. and so who knows? Who knows? Mm. I might try it one day. Yes. You never know. Um, My next question is how... So when I tell men that I talk about sex on my podcast, yeah. their kind of reaction is like, oh, do you want to give me a blowjob? Like, anytime they hear about women talking about sex, it just you know they just think that we're all like free for all mm-hmm. um so with what you do what has the reaction been from men to your you know your podcast and your writing and everything like that what has the reaction been um it's always been the same I think like I'm so used to guys just knowing now that it's never really a conversation I'm trying to think because we've been in COVID for so long I'm, st- I'm trying to think like what is usually the reaction I mean when I go to like social gatherings and people realize that it's me that they're speaking to um it's it doesn't always start with sex and if it does I like leave the conversation immediately it's mostly women who come up to me and want to tell me about their whole sex lives (laughs) or you know the dilemmas they might be going through with their partners they're just like Oloni so I'm going through this I've had guys try and tell me that they've got a dilemma in their relationship as a pickup line so there probably is no woman in this you know in the story it's just a way to try and speak to me Mm. um I don't know gauge a bit more about who I am or like um what I what I what I'm really like but um yeah I would say it's usually women to be honest um anytime guys even try to talk to me about sex I shut it down immediately especially if I don't know you like that I don't even think my own male friends talk to me about sex. Like, unless I bring it up. I'm usually the one who wants to talk about sex when it comes to male friends. But yeah, yeah um, I'm trying to think the last time, like, you know, guys ever spoke to me about sex. I think I think a lot of guys know I do have, like, no, no nonsense attitude. So if you ever did yeah. talk to me about sex without my consent or, you know, in a weird um, space, I would, yeah, just shut it down yeah do you ever get tired talking about sex and relationships like outside of work (laughs) you just ever be like I don't want to talk about it right now okay absolutely no it's because I think people forget that it is a job for me just like people go into work every day and they have their nine to five it's it's my nine to five or my 24 seven really and sometimes I don't want it to be my 24 seven although I enjoy talking about sex and I love talking about different trends or different conversations around dating and relationships do I always enjoy talking about sex no not really sometimes I want to talk about pop culture sometimes I want to talk about Cardi B sometimes I want to talk about um I don't know space sometimes I want to talk about um I don't know uh, just different things Mm. you know what I mean so yeah 
because there's so much more to you than that but I guess people hear that and see that from you they kind of just assume that you know that's what you want to talk about 24 7 and I'm I'm sure it's it's definitely not yeah it's not it's it's fun and don't get me wrong I love talking about sex so when I get get going when it I mean you listen to the podcast so when we talk about sex and relationships like we can't stop you Mm -hmm. know sometimes we're sad when we have to round up but when when it yeah there's there's different layers to everyone I'm sure there's many many layers to you as well Joy do you know what I mean so yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) and I think that's why as I say I think that's why I kind of started my podcast in terms of like I wanted to talk about sex and sex with a disability and I also wanted to talk about being a parent and I also wanted to talk about friendships I wanted to talk about depression I want to talk about so many things and that's why I kind of create this umbrella of like joy as well because it wasn't just one thing one aspect you know of me um so when it comes to sex and being with partners do you ever feel pressure because obviously you know you give other people advice do you ever have like do you ever feel like you go into like relationships or situationships feeling like I've got to be amazing in bed because Mm. this man or woman is expecting that of me Okay, so first of all, it's 2021. We don't do situationships. Okay, <laughs> goodbye to those. You're either here or you're not. Um, <laughs> number two, um, do I feel pressure to perform? No, I feel like it's my sex partners who usually feel more pressure because I know mm-hmm. what I bring. I know what I bring to the sex table. You know, so it's usually I feel sorry for them to be honest. Um, because <laughs> I feel like if they don't, you know, if they don't reach a certain goal or I don't know if they don't give me if they don't if they don't live up to my expectation I feel mm-hmm. like they're usually afraid I might annihilate them on the podcast you know yeah. so like, oh my god don't talk about this on the podcast you're not going to talk about this on the podcast you're not going mm-hmm. to mention this on the podcast are you you know and I've had but then, do you feel like then you're do you feel like you ever have to like kind of comfort them into being like look it's like because you know like every, you know every time we have sex is not always great it's not like everyone's doesn't always put on their best performance so do you find that you either find men that are like I'm gonna show Lonnie that I'm the best or do you get men that are like I'm really shy to see of Lonnie but I really like her like do you feel like um I get guys who are very confident and I like confident guys have I I mean I feel like ever since I've been doing the podcast if I'm being very honest I haven't had bad sex um I would definitely say before the podcast or before I was in a relationship because I was in a relationship for a very long time in my 20s so I would say before that relationship was I feel like I got all the bad sex out of the way so all the bad sex all the mistakes you know I really you know I went for my little training if we could say that so I knew what to do um I I I understood pleasure I became um I stopped being um did I stop being no I became more of a selfish lover when I went into my relationship because I felt like I understood sex more and I understood that I was supposed to experience pleasure just as much as a guy which is something sadly I wasn't really um you know I wasn't really drawn to before like that wasn't a thing for us before but I yeah. then I was with a partner who was just as much a please he enjoyed being pleased and he was definitely a pleaser yeah so like there's so many women who just sleep with men who are who just want to be pleased they don't want to do the pleasing and by the time the sex is done it's did you come or did you mm-hmm. finish and it's just like no yeah not. <laughs> no and you know what hold that thought because we're gonna come back to that yeah. in a minute 
be. But I wanted to talk to you a bit about on I know like on your podcast you always kind of you always promote safe sex. Um and so I wanted to talk to you about safe sex and contraception because I find that the contraception options out there are personally for me I found one that I I kind of feel like it's going to work for me you know I'm very shit at taking tablets so I'm not going to take the pill um I don't want the injections. I don't want to be going to the clinic every three months it's difficult especially when you have a disability even accessing um, a sexual health clinic and I was speaking about this with um Lala who we both did her podcast a while ago um I interviewed her and um I was speaking to her about my experiences at the sexual health clinic and how shitty it is you know the judgment that you kind of get and the assumption that you're not having consensual yeah. sex as yeah. well um it's yeah. kind of like more of a pity party rather than like you know what do you need are you okay like do you want you know that's why they all need training because you know because your story is 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 very is different to mine but there's I can relate do you know what I mean because Mm. and when I say I relate I mean that it just shows that there's so much training that needs to be done when it comes to clinics and when you're dealing with nurses because I've had nurses who have fucked me over and that I should really have reported I have nurses who have made me feel uncomfortable you know mm. and just like you've just mentioned as well that pity party and I'm sure you were uncomfortable am I right 100 yeah, yeah. uncomfortable and I just didn't want to go back because I was yeah. like if this is the judgment I'm getting like I'm just like my god and then and then how do you be safe how do you protect yourself how do you get regular STI tests do you know what I mean when you don't even want to go to that place yeah I always like when I'm going to the clinic after but the, the whole day out like when I say the whole day, I mean, like, I'm not doing anything that day. I'm just going to the clinic. Because I remember when I was younger, if I was going to the clinic, I don't know, it's always stuck with me. I just knew that I wasn't doing anything else that day because it's so long. I don't think it, it's not like that anymore. Um, mm. Do you know what I mean? And there's different ways, of course, you can do STI. Um, you know, you can get um, tested okay. for an STI, which is by doing a home kit as well, which you can send off. Um, mm. But, you know when it comes to contraceptive contraception in general I completely feel you honestly I've always hated hormonal contraception never Mm -hmm. been a fan of it but I also enjoy feeling penis inside of me without a condom what do we do what do what do we do do do? pulling out is not enough yeah that's what I have to keep telling men pulling out is not not enough yeah the withdrawal withdrawal, is not (laughs) contraception at all yeah I feel like it's really hard would you ever trust them? I, so I, I can't remember. I don't know. Is the male pill? Is that a thing? I know they were trying it. They're trying it. They're going back on it. They're passing it. Then they're going back on it. I've heard mm-hmm. so many things. So I don't think anything's official. I think they're still going through rounds and rounds. Uh, last thing I ever heard about it was that they're scared because it could cause mental health problems for men or some sort of problem. Oh, poor you men. Poor men. Poor men. Like, oh, wow. It sounds a bit familiar. <laughs> <laughs> never mind us. Yeah, never mind us. All the all the crap we've got to take. Honestly, would you trust a man though? Say they created this pill and it was fine and it worked. Would you trust a man that said, "I'm on the pill, babes"? Um, if I was in a relationship, yes. Maybe a hookup, no. Casual mm-hmm. sex partner, yes. And I think there's the reason why I say that is because I feel like there's different levels to the trust you give each person. Like, if I'm in yeah. a relationship with you, I don't want a kid. You don't want a kid. It just doesn't make sense as to why you wouldn't take it if mm. we've got hookup going on um 
uh, I wouldn't, you know, I'd be a bit iffy, but I'd probably still tell you to wear a condom um, just because, you know, I don't know who else you're having sex with. And that's the thing. Condoms actually protect you from STIs. You could take, you can inject yourself a million times or, or take as many, swallow as many pills as you want. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to protect you from STIs. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they discover a pill that can oh I would love that though they need to do that a pill that also that you can take and also protects you from anti- um, STIs yeah. uh, not just the antibiotics but yeah it definitely there's different la- there's different layers to each type of person that you're intimate with in terms of trust that I would give when it comes to taking contraception mm-hmm. what is your go-to condom like what would you recommend oh magnum I did a tiktok video the other day um which was quite interesting uh it was funny because it was a large condom and um, I put my hands in it and it was just to show that you know people make excuses because I've actually gone out with a guy I remember and I did actually see him put on a condom he put it on in front of me but it tore and I just thought to myself there's no way you don't know your condom size or what condoms you're supposed to buy you know Mm. um I mean, the sex was amazing. We didn't wear a condom. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, oh no, it was amazing. I'm having flashbacks now. But, <laughs> but, you know, um, I would definitely say, yeah, Magnum condoms are amazing. Um, okay. They come in different sizes as well. It has the lube, you know, feel as well. There's lube on it. And that's what a lot of condoms need, lube, because, you know, guys just put a condom and they just want to jam it inside of you. And sometimes girls can be a, bit afraid to like put a bit of lube on so condoms that come lubricated are just yeah they're 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 amazing um so I have a friend mm-hmm. a friend, a friend. yes mm-hmm. a friend <laughs> yeah. who sometimes may start off with a condom yeah halfway through the session said friend likes to take off said condom <gasps> then regrets it after Okay. I mean, what would you say to that friend? Okay, so that friend, so that friend is okay with taking off the condom. So it's she's it's her idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, first she, all, we need to, she does it. Yeah, okay. Because first of all, because I did a little gasp there because I was just like, okay, first of all, we need to make sure this is consensual. <laughs> so it's consensual. Yeah. Okay. Listen, girl, we've all done it. Who hasn't done it? You know, the first round, you're wearing a condom, but the second and third, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck it, just take it yeah. off. I would definitely say friend needs to make sure that. <laughs> One, she gets the morning after pill. There's two types she can take, which is a three-day morning after pill. There's also the five-day, but of course, the longer you leave it, the higher the risk of pregnancy. And um, yeah, the the I think, yeah, the longer you leave it, that yeah, it's definitely the higher chances of pregnancy. But you also need to tell Fran that she needs mm. to get her ass on contraception. Just make sure that she's clean and that the person that she's having sex with is clean as well um such an interesting word that we use the word clean because I've always said that STIs don't make you dirty 100% yeah so we always we need to we need to change that word the more progressive I try to become with sex the more Mm. I I actually pay attention to the language that I use but yeah I would definitely say that um friend just needs to make sure that she just don't have no STIs and the partner that she's with doesn't have any STIs and that they both get checked regularly I would suggest once every three months Mm -hmm. and um when you do get an STI check sadly STIs do not show up properly till like I would say two to three weeks so don't think that just running to the clinic the next day after you've had that unprotected sex 
and you get an STI, it, it won't nothing. I don't think it will come up. It might do, but I don't think it will. So mm-hmm. definitely go to the clinic or go online and get the pill and um, wait a couple of weeks to get an STI check just to make sure you're all good. I'll tell her. I'll tell her. Please do. I'll Please tell do. her you said, you know, I'll definitely tell her. Like, tell her. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? She but, just it's like, but it's, do you know what I mean? It's like that feeling after you're just like, it's like a regret. You you just start regretting. Have you ever been to the clinic and you just start praying to God? You're like, God, <laughs> if I'm good, like I promise I'll never fuck again. No, no, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm just going to be really honest, yeah. Yeah. Years ago, I got an STI. Yeah, I got chlamydia, right? I got chlamydia. Yeah, and I'm telling you, so you see, like when you're at the clinic and then they tell you, and in my head I'm like, God. So first of all, I'm angry at the person, then I'm angry at myself, and then I'm just angry at everybody, and I'm like, I'm never gonna do this again. I'm always using. I'm gonna, you know, when they give you condoms at the clinic, and I'm like, yeah, give me two, give me two. Why did it It happen? It happened. It's like at the time you regret it, and then next. What happens? What happens? You're just I don't back. Know. you're back to open pint. You're back. But it's hard, man. you know what? That's the thing. And chlamydia is like one of the most common STIs. And I always compare it to like having a cold. If you've got a cold and you're around someone, there's a chance that they might get that cold. They might mm-hmm. not necessarily because their immune system could be really, really good. Or you know, and they just might be unlucky and get that cold. But you know, if humans can just be around each other and get sick, what makes you think that if you're doing one of the nastiest things and sex is very nasty, it's good, but it's nasty. You know, if you're on top of each other, inside each other, you've literally Mm -hmm. got your germs going back and forth. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) There is a chance that if someone has something that it can be picked up and that's completely fine. Just as long as you're being, you know, you're being sex positive. And when I say sex positive, I mean, doing what you did, which is you made sure you got yourself sorted. You went to the clinic and I'm sure you got antibiotics. They probably told you what yeah. next for a week. Mm. Gave you a bit of con gave you some condoms and you're off on your way. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's such a stigma, isn't it? Like even yeah. even now it's still a stigma to go to the SI clinic, get tested. People don't like to talk about it, but I think as you say, it's really important that we keep doing it. And that's why as as I say, I feel like your podcast laid bare it kind of you kind of you you talk about that and you make it okay you know like we're all doing it we're all having sex then we yes. all need to get tested for said sex yeah. that we we may or not may not be having um you obviously are very sex positive and sex confident I would say and it's something that I'm learning to be especially now I'm, I'm 26 now when I was younger I lost my virginity at 19 yeah. and I definitely it wasn't back then but now I'm learning to be just you know more confident in in myself and then in my in my sex life but I wanted to know what would you say to somebody listening a woman listening to this podcast now who may be in a relationship or not having sex and not really enjoying it but just doing it to go go with the flow go with the motions what advice would you give to somebody in that situation who's not maybe as confident to kind of um kind of tell their partner what they want sexually um well I would definitely say make sure you're having sex for yourself first of all so if you're not really into it you need to ask yourself why and you need to I don't know try and um rediscover who you are in terms of sex so rediscover your own sexuality by yourself 
And once you've done that, if you're ready to bring another person to the equation, maybe another person, maybe two, maybe three, who knows? You need to make sure that you're communicating with that person and you're letting them know what it is you enjoy in the bedroom and what it is you don't like. You mm. need to also make sure that you're having sex with someone that you're compatible with because there's too many women out there who are having sex with guys who don't enjoy eating women out, who don't enjoy eating us, but women are doing it to them. And, you know, listen, kudos to you if you enjoy doing it because someone has to. It's not going to be me, but someone mm. else has to. And mm. that's completely fine. But what I want is for women to understand that they don't come last when it comes to sex. And to sometimes, sometimes they should just come first and maybe tap out and say, listen, second round, you know, second round is yours. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I would love if women had, if women had sex with the type of confidence that men do um, (laughs) in terms of, I say that, but then when I think about it, who really wants the confidence of some straight men? Because sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. But <laughs> what I really mean to say is that I would want women to truly not feel shy or feel like they can't be bold or feel like they can't ask for anything in the bedroom. You should be able to communicate and you should only be having sex with someone who is, you know, reciprocating the same sexual energy that you give off in the bedroom as well. Um, mm. Again, if you feel like you're too shy or you're too nervous or you don't really want to know how to speak up in the bedroom, don't have sex yet. Don't have sex with that person. Or perhaps yeah. if you do want to, do it bit by bit. Like, you know, start off doing something that doesn't have to be full on blown sex. It can just be mm. touching, it could be cuddling and it could be, you know, I don't know, caressing each other. It could be, fingering or giving each other a hand job or whatever it might be um and work at that and do that well until you feel like you know this person I feel like the sex is going to be incredibly amazing with this person because I feel Mm. like the way he fingers me or the way he kisses me or the way he plays on my boobs is really good I know I'll feel comfortable when communicating to him between the sheets when we are having sex and I feel like those little things show you what type of lover someone is going to be in the bedroom I've had conversations with guys where I've just said to myself this guy is going to be amazing in bed and we've had sex and they were amazing in bed and I could just tell just through the conversation I could tell we'd probably be sexually compatible and I was right um or maybe they were just scared and they didn't want me to bash them on the podcast so they had to put in work actually no it was he told me he actually told me he told me he was nervous and he said listen if I don't this girl's gonna finish me on her podcast and so yeah (laughs) it's mad though isn't it because I feel like a lot of women are having sex to please a man like I think especially when you're younger you know like let's say 18 19 20 I, I do feel like a lot of women don't feel that confidence and so that's why again I say again I feel like laid bare has been you know a very big it's been an eye-opener for me um just in terms of knowing that you know what we should be more selfish and actually have sex for ourselves not because the man wants it because we want it do you know what I mean like that's our feelings is is you know as important or even more so important and and I feel like I really want people listening, women, women with disabilities, whatever, to know that, you know, you need to do it for yourself and you, your enjoyment, do up enjoyments. You need Absolutely. to enjoy them. Absolutely. You know? It's the only way. It's the only way. So Aloni, you're always giving other people advice on their sex lives and their relationships. Yeah. So your Twitter and everything like that. Um, 
but who gives you advice where do you go when you want some advice oh where do I go when I need advice I go to my friends I feel like there's no one good or no one better than your friends and I go to my friends who I feel like might be able to relate I go to my Mm -hmm. friends who I think are just wise individuals um because I go to I have friends for different things like I'm sure we all do you know if you're going through boy trouble you've got that girlfriend you can call because you're just like listen she will be able she can make you feel better she'll give you the words that you need to you know really feel good about yourself or she'll just be able to relate and tell you stuff that she's gone through you'll be able to have that really really good kind of conversation do you know what I mean then you've got friends who I don't know if there's something wrong with your car you can you can find (laughs) that friend because they know what to do you know and yeah. so I would definitely say yeah, I go to my friends um and I speak to them um what else do I do when I need advice yeah it's usually my friends or my sister my sister's like my best friend so we we give each other advice and she's my support system I'm her support system so yeah that's really good and my last question for you is what does the future hold for Aloni what what do you want to do career-wise and personally as well like do you see yourself having a family one day and do you want all that like marriage and kids or you know what does the future hold for you oh my god I want to take over the world I do you know what I, what I really <laughs> world do, domination world domination <laughs> I remember when I was 19 years old I had a vision board and it kind of creeps me out that I ticked everything that I wanted to do because I didn't I mean I wanted to and I expected to but at the same time, it's still kind of scary. And I always used to say that my dreams used to scare me at night. And mm-hmm. that's because I'm literally doing a lot of the things I wanted to do. But in the future, what do I want to do? Would I like to start a family? I have no idea. I've never ever been the type to be like, I want to get married. I want to do this. I feel like there are so many young women who were sold the idea or concept of marriage and kids, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. When I was younger, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a celebrity, to be honest. That's what I wanted. <laughs> but I wanted to be a celebrity with purpose. And yeah. not that I'm a celebrity now. And I don't think I want to be a celebrity anymore because, oh my God. But I'm happy with where I'm at in life right now. And I would just, everything I've got going on times 100 or times 10. Okay, times 10 and t- times 100 are two different things. So I'll only pick one. And times <laughs> 10 is fine. Um, so yeah, you know, if marriage ever comes, then that's amazing. Mm-hmm. If kids come, that's cool too. But I'm really great. I'm really cool with being that aunt that gives the children back. Right now, I just really want to focus on Laid Bear, my book, um, different streams of income, and just being a baby girl, enjoying life, you know, because life is for the living. And that's that's all I want to do, to be honest. 100%. And you deserve that. I think as well, it's sometimes, you know, it's good to just just enjoy what we've got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Enjoy what we're doing. Enjoy what we've got. And it's nice. Yeah. Like, it's nice to look to the future. But who knows? Who knows where it, it will hold? But... Um, Aloni, one thing that I wanted to say to you actually was, oh my God, oh my God, no joke, I feel, I'm a bit, I feel emotional. Oh. I feel like it's going to be the time of the month soon, but I, oh. I, I, no, I, can't, I get really emotional at the time of the month, I don't know what's going on. You get, I get really horny. Do you? <laughs> no, I, I, I feel really bloated and shitty and just oh. weird. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say, 
I've said through the whole podcast, like Lady Bear has been great. Like I've loved listening to it and I've loved discovering you as a black woman, just talking about sex and being sex positive because it was not around when I was losing my virginity at 19 and then I had a baby at 21. Mm. Um, it was not about, and I was not like sex confident at all. Um, and as I say, even doing my podcast, talking about sex, I was so worried about what my mum might say or my sister. And now I don't give a fuck. It's not for yeah. them, do you know what I mean? The podcast yeah, is not for them. them. It's, not, it's, not. it's not for them. So yeah. sometimes your, your ears is not meant to hear certain things. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for honestly being a voice for young black women. I don't know if you are aware of, you know, what you're doing is actually helping people a lot and making us feel so much more sexually like confident and positive. And it's really, really, really important. So I wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Everybody. Everybody that comes on my podcast, I like to get them a gift to say thank you for giving me your time. So I've got you three gifts, okay? No, you've already gotten me yeah, a I... gift before. No, oh that my god, you're so sweet. Invite. That was you're the invite. so sweet. You're so sweet. So the first thing, so I know you said on Lala's podcast that you'd moved house, so yeah. every house needs a cushion. But yeah. a cushion. Oh my god, I love it. And at the bottom it says consent is sexy and oh so my, oh my god it's so that's the first thing. and then the second thing let me do this one okay so um i know that do you have a lot of sex toys i do girl you girl who are you talking to come on <laughs> so when i when you when you agreed to come on i was thinking okay what can i get a lonnie what might she like what might she like and i was like she don't need a sex toy for me because i know you've got deals with love honey and all sorts but i thought you might need somewhere to store your sex toys so i've got yes, you a personalized oh my god sex oh, you're so, oh my god that is beautiful oh my god no oh my god inside oh, yeah, it says stay happy live your best life that's my little slogan that i say at the end of every podcast so i thought you could put you know some toys in there oh, and then yes i was watching one of your interviews that you did with um pretty little thing and you said that one of the things that got you into journalism was that you didn't see uh women that looked like you so black women in magazines talking about sex yeah so then that got me thinking and I thought you deserve to be on a magazine cover, Alonia. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing! This is actually oh my god, you're gonna make me tear up, Joy. You really do live up to it's your really name. Big. It's oh really my big. god, but this it, is amazing. I pre your Instagram. I took a picture, I took a screenshot, <laughs> and I thought this is a good photo. Oh my god, that is gorgeous, Joy. Thank you so much. Oh my you're god. Oh my god. Thank you so. Not really. I'm just. I'm honestly lost for words. These I are amazing like gifts. Wow. Listen, I girl, like, I like to I need when I <laughs> that is, I'm honestly so touched. I'm speechless right now. Thank you so much. And I will say, whenever I need ideas for gifts, I'm coming to you. Because <laughs> that was 10 out of 10. And you've been honestly, I, I've said this is the third time, but you really do live up to your name. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's so hard. Honestly, I feel like such pressure being called Joy that I have to be happy. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> but no, like I, I, as I say, I started this podcast 
from my bedroom yeah. two years ago and now you know now I'm getting people like you on and, and I'm really happy and I'm really touched so I like to get people things that I think they're gonna like you never know but I try no, so I really did, hope you, you like it thank you so much thank you I appreciate it to bits you're amazing honestly you're welcome thank would you, you like to just quickly shout out like your Instagram Twitter tell everyone where they can find yes. you girl I'm still lost for words right now but um <laughs> yeah uh, honestly you guys can catch me on all socials at Aloni or simply Aloni my podcast laid bare podcast on all socials as well but yeah make sure you check it out and yeah keep it locked on um, laid bare podcast guys remember to follow your dreams and follow me on instagram at joy as well the podcast follow me on twitter although i don't really tweet at joy xoxo email me if you're a hot guy or a hot girl joy's podcast at hotmail.com uh remember to stay happy and live your best life always yes